Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now, consider yourself the listener properly advised. Welcome back to another episode of Casual Swinger. Mallory here. And this is Mickey. And we're so happy for you guys to join us. This is our spooktacular episode. We're going to be talking some Halloween themes here today. Ain't that right, Mickey? Oh, gosh. This is your time of year. You love all this spooky shit. I love Halloween. The holidays in me are like so tight. Um, Yeah, it's my favorite time of year and Halloween really kicks it off for me. It really does. And, you know, a Halloween spooktacular, you know, it's the beginning of October. Why are we doing a Halloween episode now? Because you guys have all month to plan your parties. You have all month to figure your shit out. So why not talk about this stuff now? Absolutely. Come mid-month, that's when all the parties, all the events start happening. And you either, one, if you haven't booked, you have to decide soon, right? Because yes. that shit usually gets booked up, especially for example, let's talk about secrets. Like, their event gets booked. Oh, they're sold out already. Yeah. Yeah, I so, mean, you can't get a room. And, right. I mean, there won't be any room in the playrooms down there. It's going to be nuts. Right. Planning costume, maybe dates, so on and so forth. And, yeah, just a great time to talk about this. What did you guys think of our uh, Halloween music? Uh, it yeah, was, that was kind of fun. It was fun. It was cute. You did a great job. It's Little Nightmare Before Swing Miss. <laughs> right? Nightmare Before Swing Miss. <laughs> you know, for me, I think that if we do an episode that's kind of unique or special, right? Christmas, Jamaica, Halloween, you know, I, I like to kind of mix up the music a I love bit. it because it's kind of like how I match my shoes, my belt, my purse. You know what I mean? Is that really what you're bringing me down to? <laughs> great. It's the best analogy I have. Hey, I'm speaking fabulous. of Halloween, I have a few jokes for you that I heard recently that made me laugh. Oh, God. Can we do this? All right. Just real quick before mom we jokes, get into folks. That. Mom jokes on Casual <laughs> Swinger. No. All right. Um. Oh, I love this one. Why couldn't the witch have children? Oh, God. Why? Because her husband had a Halloweeny. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I told you these were going to be mom jokes. They're so good. What do, what do you call a Halloween boner? What? Petrified wood. <laughs> I hope you're having I fun. I really do. Night. They're so funny. Oh, I don't know that you'll get this one. Why didn't the vampire bite Taylor Swift? Oh, no. I, I, I'm mystified. Because she had bad blood. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was reading this earlier. You're right. I wouldn't have gotten that <laughs> if you hadn't sang it and danced it for me right here in the studio because You're welcome. You know, I wouldn't be caught dead listening to Taylor Swift. You're welcome. I think that's it. I won't bore you with any more. Oh, gosh. All right. Let's get into the episode. Do we want to start with housekeeping? I, we really should start let's with housekeeping. I'm still stuck on you dancing and doing the Taylor Swift thing. So <laughs> I'll welcome. be over here horrified for our Halloween spooktacular folks. Where are we at? What are we doing? <laughs> We have got so much stuff going on. So this is the stupid ads portion of Casual Swinger. It's not stupid. <laughs> but if you want to know where we're going and what we're doing, this is the time you should listen up. Now, yeah. what do we got? 
so obviously Secrets is around the corner for us. So we'll be attending their Halloween bash uh, the weekend. Um, 26th. 26th. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so looking forward to this. It was so much fun last year. We had some takeaways um, from last year's event and some advice to give our listeners later on. So we'll be there October 26th. We're actually going to be there this Saturday as well for the iOS uh, event and uh, benefit for breast cancer awareness. I October love 11th. boobies. Who doesn't love boobies? I'm a big fan of tits, and we are going to go down there, and we're going to celebrate tits this weekend. That's actually coming up this Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll be there Friday and Saturday, but we'll be there on Saturday. We're going to do a little bit of recording and some podcasting while we're there. I don't know exactly how it's all going to shake out. I know there's a lot of personalities going to be there. Mark and Carly are going to be there, and and iOS Connections is going to be there. BG, uh, DJ B Smooth. We're going to have uh, Taylor Time. So we've got a bunch of really good DJs Yeah, there. it's going to be amazing. We'll, uh, we'll just do what we do i think we're gonna do it now we're gonna give away a bunch of casual swinger swag and and maybe we'll do a little recording uh somewhere off in a corner maybe we'll dance maybe we'll throw a game then we'll do some parties i don't know we'll figure shit out it's gonna be fun though we're just gonna have a good fucking time yes and you'll be naked and emphasize on the fucking Lots of fucking. Just kidding. Hey, you know what? Speaking of fucking, if you <laughs> talk about fucking with some of your favorite podcasters, you can do that in May 2020 with Podcast Palooza. That is coming up in May 2020 in Miami, Florida. So in the show notes, we'll have a link where you can book your room. We're more than 50% sold out for that event already. Wow. That's just I'm nuts. so excited. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, too. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Kate is just straight killing herself. If you look at some of those awesome, awesome uh, entertainment and just events and stuff she's got planned. Yeah, the add-ons, um, yeah. And the attention to detail, I'm so impressed. I, I really can't wait for this event to pop off because it's going to be amazing, and I can't wait to party with our listeners and the other podcasters there. If you guys have questions about the event or want to travel with us, just go on over to casualspinger.com and hit us up there. Right? Hey, and you know what? Speaking of party, party on, Garth. <laughs> party on, Wayne. That's right. We're going <laughs> as Wayne and Garth. Uh, so coming up here in November, we're going with Rachel's Rascals to Hedonism, and we have some theme nights there, and one of those theme nights is a Hollywood theme night, and Mallory decided that we're going to be Wayne and Garth. I, I, I'm I, sorry. That was one of my favorite skits on SNL, and it's also a rock star theme night, so like it kind of merges both. We're both. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got a big inflatable guitar. I just, it's going to be so cool. (laughs) I was really hoping you would do it, but I missed my cue. I just really (laughs) wanted an excuse to wear my epic Aerosmith shirt. Oh, If I'm being honest and tease my hair and wear goofy glasses. It it really is going to be fun. We're going to be there from the 9th to the 19th. So if for some reason you're going to be at Hedonism or you know somebody that's going to be at Hedonism, look for my jackass in a great big black top hat. And I've got a bunch of other top hats I'm going to be wearing, but there'll be a casual swinger top hat. And we got goodies on top of goodies on top of goodies to give we, out we do and we're going to be playing once under my hat that's right so if, you, if you're not on site you can play on social media that's right and you know what maybe we'll do a what's under my hat for our twitter followers that would be fun i think that's the plan okay yeah it's going to be fun so if we you want to totally win should. casual swinger swag pay attention to our twitter feed november 9th through the 19th to play what's under my hat now, what else do we got going on? We got Summer Swing coming up in June 2020 with oh. iOS Connections at Hedo. Yeah, yeah. Last week of June um, 2020, like you said, we're traveling back down to our favorite place in the world to spend time with lifestylers. Yes, this is a full-on lifestyle trip, which is a little different than our rascal trips, even though those are lifestyle-friendly trips. This is going to be straight-up freakdom. So we're going to have a lot of fun down there that time. That's in June 2020. Check out our website. That's www.casualswinger.com to get some more information on 
on that. And also... Oh, one last thing here. I have to say how fucking proud I am to be your wife right now. Mickey recently wrote an article and contributed to ASN Magazine's October issue covering the Champagne Club. Um, we talked to Susan Wright of NCSF earlier uh, in a, a previous podcast and touched on uh, this issue regarding, uh, you know, sex forward or sex oriented businesses in communities. And the Champagne Club has been um, under some fire and some pressure in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, if you haven't read it, please go to the October issue of ASN Magazine um, and take a look. It's got some really interesting information in there. He did a lot of research. So, again, so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you it know, good stuff. For for me, I think the toughest part about it, like, as, as much effort went into that article, the toughest part was waiting to talk to all of you guys about it because we had folks on like uh, you know, National Coalition for Sexual Freedom, Susan Wright, and we had all these other things we wanted to talk about. And we still have an upcoming interview with Melissa and Eric, who are the owners and proprietors of the Champagne Club, because they actually have a really cool story to tell in uh, in kind of a overcoming strife and how much they've been put through, not just with the Champagne Club, but they actually had another club that was shut down in a city in a neighboring town they were trying to open. So yeah. uh, there's a lot going on there, and there's a lot going on to fight for and defend your rights when it comes to sexual freedom. And the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom is on the forefront of that. So I think this was really big to talk about, and I was really excited that Mike from ASN gave me the opportunity to tell that story. It gave me a lot of space to do it with too, which, you know, I, re I, I use a lot of words. <laughs> I love that. That may be one of the most sexiest things about you. In my humble opinion is that oh. you're, you're just a, you're a wordsmith. Oh, I don't know about all that, but I used enough of them that you fucked me. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> this is true. Silver tongue devil. You oh, right. No, I'm glad it, you said silver tongue devil and not STD for short. Cause that just comes out wrong. <laughs> yeah, That's not good. That's not good. No, but the article was great. And you, like I said, you did a lot of research and it was very, um, it, it, if I hadn't known what the story was previously, it really painted you know, a, a picture of what's going on there. Thanks. So. Well, and you know, that magazine uh, also had the ladies of the lifestyle, the yes. influential ladies of the lifestyle. We're talking about folks like Kate. Mm -hmm. We're talking about folks like Tara from Sex mm -hmm. Uninterrupted. Uh, Bunny from Tom and Bunny was in there. Uh, let's see. Tess uh, Hannaford. That's right. Tess from Naughty New Orleans. So just a lot of really, really cool personalities in the lifestyle for ladies. So I love that they really encompassed all of that and talked about those folks and gave them an opportunity to tell their own story in their own words with their questionnaires. So super cool. And we liked it so much that our casual toys code for this week is ASN mag. That's A S N M A G. That'll get you 20% off casualtoys.com, which is our little corner where you can buy sex toys from your friends at casual swinger. So that's kind of how we do our thing. We don't have a Patreon or anything like that. If you Want to buy a womanizer? We'll make sure you get 20% off. And uh, yeah, we make like five bucks. So thanks and, for that. And also, I think about you getting off masturbating all the listeners and people who patronize our site. So just. There you go. Mallory's a, little, a freak, everybody. <laughs> just a little tidbit there. She thinks about you whacking it. I do. All the times. Well, how about today? What are we going to talk about today? Enough of the shitty ad section of Casual <laughs> Swinger. What are we going to talk about? Oh, we're going to talk about three big fears in the lifestyle, but with a hook. They all have Halloween themes. Ooh, spooky. Very spooky. Yeah. So spooky that I forgot to do this. 
<laughs> Spooky. I am. I'm gonna hide the mixing board. Oh, that's okay. So it's out of your reach. You, know, you really should, because that was one of my favorite sound effects. All right, so we're gonna talk about jealousy, ghosting, and saying no. Ah, oh, you know what? Those are yeah. You know what? We're gonna get into that in a few minutes. Before we get into that, let's catch up on what else is coming up in this episode, because we talked about what we're doing in our shitty ad section. We talked about what we're doing today, but we've got a segment for you. You know, we've had so many interviews lately. When we do interviews, we don't do a segment to keep That's the episodes true. running along. We we've missed segments. No Jeff James. No Cocktail Corner. Right, and we've ignored our favorite guy oh in the whole God. state. Our neighbor. Our neighbor. Our Florida friend, man. Florida man. That's right. And Florida woman. Can't Florida forget woman. Florida woman. Florida man and Florida woman. Because that bitch be crazy. So we're going to talk about all the things that everybody's raging favorite psychopath has been up to lately with some stories in the news. That's going to come at the end of this episode of Casual Swinger. But uh, before we get into that, I want you to tell everybody where they can find us. And uh, we'll take a quick break and come back with the uh, hot tober. Love know, it. Halloween time. I can do this. All right, guys. You can find us in social media as Casual Swinger. That's Twitter, Instagram. Uh, YouTube. You can also find us casualswinger.com. You can find us on the sites. That's SLS, SDC, Double Date Nation, Quiver. Am I forgetting any? Cassidy. Yeah, also Cassidy. You have questions, email us at podcast at casualswinger.com. And if you're loving the show, please consider giving us an iTunes review. We do like that. It's really validation. That's all it really it's, is. I love affirmation. I like it too. Makes me feel good. It's so big. That's all right. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back right after this with your Halloween spooktacular from Casual Swinger. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. This is Mickey. And I'm drunk. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Mallory. <laughs> I can't do it. I go, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. That's right. No, One I... finger, two fingers. <laughs> no? We we should not do impressions. No. Mm-hmm. One, two. No. Ew. <laughs> That's, That's not right. sexy. So we're back with the Halloween Spooktacular. We're going to talk about what we're scared of. For Halloween, but before we do that, I don't you see know, palmetto bugs no, on this list. No, because that's spiders. definitely one of mine. No, but you know what is Halloween for swingers? It's like Christmas. It is. It really is because I, I mean, you could be anything you want to be, right? On top of being horny, <laughs> right? What was I for Halloween? I was horny. Yeah. Well, you know, but. It's that time of year you can be anything in the world you want to be. There's parties all over the place. Like we said earlier in the introduction, make sure you book early because there's a lot of places that are already sold out. We're going to be Wayne and Garth, right? We talked about that. I'm so excited. It's I, so cheesy, but that's that's definitely in our wheelhouse. Well, but what I like about it is it, it's a couple, right? So everybody knows that yes. there were two things, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, and, and, it, and it also gives the impression of, like, it's almost like you have to be this tall to ride. Like, you have to be this old. Like, if you don't get the joke, then you're t- way too young for me to have sex with you. <laughs> right? Right, well, but not for me because I'm a dirty old man. So uh, oh, okay, fair. <laughs> totally fine. But, you know, we made this huge mistake last year for Halloween. We, we went to Secrets, and so I will tell you that Mallory did this bang up job on my Halloween. You did makeup. look awesome. Like I, I mean, we had the most badass costume. She was so sexy. It was hot as shit. 
Uh, matter of fact, I will find a picture and I will post it on Twitter for you guys. Yeah, I think we looked pretty good. Yeah, um, it, you she went, was, oh, you, you were a voodoo witch doctor and I was your voodoo doll. Yeah, and yeah. it was kind of like a... I mean, it was a voodoo witch doctor slash zombie slash freakish thing. And the only reason I realized that we had fucked up is because every time Mallory walked away from me at Secrets, I was alone. We would have 20 people <laughs> around had... us. You'd leave, and I'm standing there like I'd farted. Which is <laughs> which is so funny because usually in a normal situation, I will leave you and like maybe we've engaged with a couple or two. And having us conversations and I'll offer to go to the bar and I'll come back and all of a sudden there's 30 people standing there because you're so engaging and warm and welcoming to people like it's a moth to a flame. And I'd come back and you're alone. Like well, look how fucking weird that was for me. I was like, hey, how you doing? And they're like, uh-huh, bye. And they turn around and run away. And I guess it was those contact lenses I had in. But they were literally looking at me going, mm-mm, fuck no, no, no. Well, and your hat had these really long, dirty dreads and I didn't realize it till the end of the night. But they had like that funny chemical smell to them. Like okay. they had been dipped in something so or I processed. stunk and I was oh, scary. Maybe just a little bit. Oh, good. I'm okay. sorry. So, hey, don't let Mallory dress you for Halloween, <laughs> folks. Sorry. There's lesson number one. We we should have learned this lesson years ago. I don't really know what we were thinking. So I think it's important for us to reiterate that, you know, have fun with your costume. But keep that element of yourself because if you totally hide what you actually look like, it makes it harder for people to... Want to fuck you? Want to fuck you and engage with you. And I don't know that that's really conscious. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I, I think, think that it's, a conscious it's absolutely decision? true. I think that yeah. anybody that we've ever met on Halloween at a lifestyle party, uh, if they are, you know, wearing a giant mask or something, then you have no idea if you're interested in them or not. I mean, remember that one woman that chased me down with a hammer? Yeah, she she was not on her best behavior. She had some poor etiquette issues there. Yeah. She was actually physically assaulting you. She was. She and chased me down. I was at the point that, you know, I was having to play defense. Yeah, I, I wasn't happy. And, you know, and then she brought over the Joker, which was her husband, and he was very aggressive toward you. And it just, but, you know, it really was that I couldn't see them. Their makeup was so thick, and it was just such a departure from who they actually were that it made it less attractive. So I went and committed the exact same mistake. I put on makeup that no one could see what I looked like, put on, you know, contacts, and I was scary. So, no, we didn't have any success last Halloween at all. And you looked amazing. Thanks. You were super hot. So I think that was a big mistake. Swingers want to know who they're banging, and it damn sure isn't a witch doctor zombie. Fair enough. So be some version of yourself, and unless you're there to party, of course, right? Because at Secrets, the playrooms are so damn full on Halloween, you can't get in anyway. Yeah, and I don't feel like you have to go, like, over-the-top elaborate to be interesting in your costume choices, right? Um, what was it, Sid and Nancy, that we met at that same Halloween party with Harley Quinn? And the Joker. Oh, I really like them. I think you kind of wanted to play with them. I loved them. And my inner, like, music diva was like, oh. I forgot about yeah. them. You were totally into them. So, yes. yeah. So and you could totally see who they really were. So think and about it was that unique. for a minute. They were themselves. They they played up their love for music and, you know, the Euro trash invasion. And, yeah. And all of a sudden, they, they had your attention. Yeah. Like, you were transfixed. I forgot all about that. Yeah. I don't I'm, know why we didn't play with them. But yeah. we didn't for some reason. I don't know. Oh, I think we went upstairs. Remember those playrooms were just like very... Oh, like, they were sketchy as hell and yeah. they were all open to the public and people yeah, were standing around happened. jerking off. And I'm like, oh, that's cool for the people that like that scene, but it wasn't mine. I was not comfortable there personally. Um, just I'm... 
that was pretty early in our lifestyle journey too. So we were not quite as open as we were, as we are now. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm an exhibitionist, but to throw down on a mattress with three other couples while 20 guys are, you know, oh. sitting around mm-hmm. whacking it. I'm not judging that. Like I would cheerlead and sideline like the hell out of it for somebody else, but it just wasn't my scene. No, Bukaki is not your thing. You don't want to be a jizzkit. Ew, just get <laughs> gross. What is that show called that we watch? Big Mouth. Oh my god! All these years, I didn't think I could be like shocked, right? Especially by cartoons like that. But Big Mouth is fucking nasty. Oh, that was disgusting. We were working out, and I'm on the treadmill, and I almost fell off three times. Oh, it was so funny. So if you have Netflix and you've seen this show. Yeah, like, we may have to just do a whole hand. episode on, here's the shit that Jizzmouth said, or Jizzmouth, Big yeah. Mouth said today. Jizzmouth. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> anyway, there were two guys were going to jerk off on a Triscuit and make somebody eat it. So that, that was a Jizzkit. Ew. All right. So speaking of, let's talk about what we're scared of, because I know I'm scared of the Jizzkit. But <laughs> what are we of scared of in the lifestyle? We've talked to so many people in the last 13 years that we've been doing this. And there's been a few themes that have come up more than others when people talk about things that scare them or things that frustrate them and just kind of occupy cycles. And we earlier we told you they're jealousy, ghosting, and saying no, which mm-hmm. you shouldn't be scared of saying no, but people are. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Yeah. But before we do, I actually have a question for my beautiful co-host. All right. What is it? What scares you the most in the lifestyle? Mm, that's a tough one. I think... Uh, if I really had to dig deep and say, you know, uh, something that scares me would be inadvertently doing something that offends or uh, hurts you in some way. Hmm. And I think that may stem like maybe through communication or through uh, being overly excited when I have a new experience. For example, um, if we get into like, bo- if I get into a bondage BDSM situation, mm-hmm. I know that's not your thing. You play with me in in a way that surrounds those things, but I know it's not something you are personally into. So bringing that home and being, I, I don't know, like I, I feel that I'm scared that if I get too deep into it sometimes that it may bring on feelings of inadequacy and I never want you to feel that way. You've never given me a reason to feel that way. It's totally... Something that plays in the back of my head. I, I don't have anything to point hat in behavior, communication, history. But it's something I, I it that operates in the background. That's weird, right? I don't think it's weird at all. I mean, I think it's crazy that you think that somehow you're going to do harm to me. And I love you for caring that much. Uh, but I definitely don't think it's something that is founded. I mean, we've talked about fears in past episodes of right. Casual Swinger. We've talked right. about fear being an acronym. Yep. It stands for fear or uh, false, false evidence appearing real. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. doesn't stand for fear. It stands for false <laughs> evidence appearing real. And that was the literal. Yes. Yeah. The literal definition. Uh, but, you know, when you talk about, you know, maybe getting too deep into something, I think my fear uh, for the quid pro quo that I know you're probably going to ask me for anyway uh, is, is very similar in the respect that I've, I'm always afraid I'm going to miss some cue. Like a or, nonverbal? Mm-hmm, or a communication where you tell me you need something from me or you need to get out of a situation or you're not comfortable, you're not happy. And even though we have code words and a plan and a process, that somehow maybe I'm going to be wrapped in a conversation or maybe something better than a conversation and I'm not going to be there to help you or, or 
help you overcome whatever it is you're having a problem with in that moment. My biggest fear as a husband is always not being there for you and our kids. So if that's probably just an offshoot of that fear that I'm going to not be there for you when you need me. That is really strange because it kind of like dances around that same like, you know, that desperate need to protect the mm-hmm. people we love the most. So it kind of dances around that a little bit. Sure. And, you know, I mean, we could talk about that in a big, you know, macho way and oozing machismo. But that's well, not what I'm, I'm talking about. I'm not yeah. talking about going and kicking some guy's ass. I'm talking about maybe she just needs to feel comfort. Maybe she needs to feel connected to me. Maybe she needs to know that I'm thinking about her while I'm doing something else. Those are the cues I'm talking about. And they're easy cues to miss. Those are cues you don't have a code word for. That maybe I know you're busy and you're having a great time with that girl over there. But do you remember that I'm here too? And that's the kind of thing that I'm always afraid that I'm going to miss. And those are easy things to mess up and they build up over time and can create real messes in lifestyle relationships. Yeah. I think at this point in the game, I appreciate that you worry about those things, but I think we've gotten really good at the nonverbal communication Mm -hmm. um, when I need that level of intimacy or reassurance in a physical way. Mm -hmm. I make sure I extend the hand first instead of trying to channel it through like ESP and, and like stick it into your brain. Um, Cause Extra that doesn't perception. actually, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Cause that doesn't actually work. No, it so. doesn't. So uh, those being our fears, you know, guys, how do we get past those fears as Mickey and Mallory? We talk about them. Mm-hmm. We talk about what scares us and, and what we're afraid could go wrong. Uh, you know, I mean the whole bondage thing, I can tell you this girl likes to be tied up and have her butt whipped, but I just don't get off on it and she knows it. So even when I try, it's not the same. So when somebody, it's still fun, it's still good. Yeah. But when somebody comes along, that's really into it, I can see the difference. I can see how much fun you're having because you know, you can really cut loose in that, in that situation. And it doesn't hurt my feelings at all. I'm excited. I know it doesn't. You are, you are literally my biggest supporter when it comes to those things. And and there's a leveraging point when you talk about like the equal transference in a situation like that, when you have someone who has the same ideals as far as what success looks like in a situation like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm compersive as fuck. Yeah. yeah, And it feels very one-sided. I feel like I'm taking it all instead of giving equally back to you. Oh, you take it all. I mean, if I had a second fear, it'd be that you didn't trim your nails before a prostate massage, but whatever. Oh, no, I'm totally rocking the lesbian nails. <laughs> what are lesbian nails? Do tell us. Oh, you keep them short and neat because oh, you yeah. don't want to be up in there hurting anyone. Right. Not like you're yeah. stuffing a chicken. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. just checking. No. So let's talk, uh, since we kind of kind of touched on it a little bit, of what could happen if we really don't manage some of these fears and feelings that we have. Ooh, yeah. What comes? What's the first thing that comes out of fear if you don't manage it? Anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And? Jealousy. You got it. That's right. The green monster, the big, ugly monster. Jealousy. Oh, yeah. People sometimes think, oh, my God, you swingers, you never get jealous. It'd be so nice to be like you. They think we never get jealous. How fucking cute is that? That's adorable. I think That's it's super adorable. cute that they think that never happens. Yeah. So in my humble opinion and in my experience, I've experienced jealousy. I still do from time to time. Like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It happens. But I've identified that a lot of times that comes from my own and insecurities um, and stuff that maybe operating in the background. Maybe I'm just overwhelmed. There's stuff going on with the kids and work and all these other things. So I haven't had time to self-soothe or give myself my daily affirmations. Mm-hmm. And that digs away at my self-confidence, even though it's not operating, you know, right in front of my face. I can see the impacts of it. Mm-hmm. And when we're in a situation like that and I can feel it rise, 
you know, I have to take a step back and go, okay, what's really going on here? Am I actually upset about what I'm upset about? Or is there something else going on? And something else lit your fuse and then you just blew. Exactly. Right? So, exactly. you know, sometimes we don't know it's there, right? And and I no. very much dislike the word triggered uh, because I think that it's been overused and used to okay. an advantage. So what would you call it instead of a trigger? Uh, well, I, I mean, I guess it's all the same thing. Tipping it's what point. It, whatever uh, lights your fuse, tipping point, the, you okay. know, the, the line, right? Everybody's got a line. But sometimes what if you we know. know. There? Sometimes we know what it is and sometimes we don't. Yeah. Right? Sometimes you meet a couple and everything's going awesome and it's just the best thing ever. And then something happens. I mean, I have been in a room with a couple where it was, everything was amazing until, you know, the girl leaned up and kissed me. And it mm-hmm. created a problem for mm-hmm. them. They were, he freaked out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. What was the problem? I mean, she literally just had my dick in her mouth. And I mean, now, I mean, granted, okay, now she's kissing me. So that was a little weird for me to admit. But, you know, I was cool <laughs> with it um, in the moment. And he very much wasn't. He got up and just left. He just walked, he freaked out and walked away. And he didn't think it was going to be a problem for him, but he'd mm-hmm. never seen her do it before. Mm-hmm. And so you don't necessarily know what the trigger's going to be. The question is, what are some of these common triggers and how do you deal with them when they just pop up or at once or over time? Do you have any thoughts on that, honey? I do. Um, I think uh, a quote unquote trigger could be, especially when you're early on in the environment um, of the lifestyle is, you know, getting off with somebody else. That's not your partner. Ooh, that's a, that's one that nobody sees coming. Get it? Uh-huh. I see what you did there. And it could, it could have been discussed. It could have been, you know, expressed permission, implied permission, and until it happens, you really don't know how you're going to feel about it until it does. Yeah. Do you think it's more common for the girls to get upset when the guy comes in as a surprise orgasm? Or do you think it's more common for the guy to get upset when his Ooh, wife comes I'm and maybe willing, and it's in a way that he can't make her do like orally or with fingers? I can't pick a side on that one. I think it's equal across the board. I right? think Be- it is too. I, I think it could, it's, it's a totally different perspective. And I right. think it feeds into that fear or jealousy of, you know, maybe feeling inadequate, especially as you're getting started. You know, if what if they are better? You know, I tell the kids all the time, anything that happens fast is usually bad. Lightning strikes, Except, shark attacks, yeah. right? I mean, that's sort of the car <laughs> crashes. And maybe spontaneous orgasm, if nobody saw it coming, uh, maybe that's kind of a problem too. I don't know. I mean, I... Uh, I personally love it when you get off, especially because you can do it 30 freaking times. Yes. But, you know, would it surprise you if, you know, we were playing with somebody and all of a sudden I came? I and mean, I, you got off? Yes. It would Very be, much Because so. I don't do it. Correct. But There's would it make been... you mad? No. No, definitely not mad. Interesting. No, yeah. not mad. I would be in awe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. ooh, what the hell did you do? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'd want to go all Grey's Anatomy, like, <laughs> on that person, figure out exactly what they did. What was your process? Yes. How did you prepare? Let's break this down. <laughs> so it's, uh, by the way, guys, that question I just asked Mallory, that was out of the blue. We don't script this shit. We sit down for casual swingers. So that was a raw reaction from her, and I love that about her. She's like, mm, no, I had to think about that for a second, but no. Yeah, no, definitely not mad, but I, w- I would be in awe. And have to interview. So <laughs> jealousy in, in a group environment, do you break up the party? How do you deal with it? I mean, do you jump up and chase your partner? So it's a struggle because I, I, I've been in these shoes and even professionally I'm in these shoes sometimes. It's never a good idea to react in that moment. Mm-hmm. Taking the time, taking a breath, counting to 10 and asking yourself the question that you want to pose 
before you actually say it is very helpful because a lot of times your first reaction is not the, I don't want to say right one because your point may be in line with how you feel, but it could be an over-exaggeration of the emotions you're experiencing. Yeah. You know, I agree. And no one wants to be that person. You know, have I felt like I wanted to jump up and scream and run out of the room like my hair's on fire, cursing everyone's name? Absolutely. But that's not, it wasn't true to what I was feeling. It was so new. I just didn't know what it was. Sure. But at the same time, it's totally okay to stand up and say, hey, I'm not comfortable right now. Can we like hit the brakes? Yeah. And that is perfectly okay. Whether yeah. you're on the side of, hey, I'm feeling something that I'm not comfortable with yeah. or the other side feels the same way. It's important to not go yeah. faster than the slowest person is comfortable with. So I'm going to fangirl for a second. I listened to um, Swinging Down Under's podcast with Sex, Sex Uninterrupted and they were talking about MFM play um, separately, right? So... Um, Something they do or they talked about doing was taking five minutes and, and just going, I'm going to take myself out of the situation for a few and let your partner know mm-hmm. that you're going to extricate yourself. I won't go, out, go outside, go for a walk, uh, but come back in five minutes and see how you feel, right? And the, the, that works twofold. I think in the content, context they were speaking to it was um, that – you know, you go from a foursome situation to a threesome situation to kind of like start di- dipping your toes in the water, seeing how you feel mm-hmm. um, being separated from your partner in that sexual environment. But it could also give you a moment to pull your thoughts and feelings together before you go back to a group setting. You know, you and I come from the same class of people or, or same school of thought, I really should say, that, you know, making a scene with air quotes over here mm-hmm. is never something we ever want to do. No, you know, never. But at the same time, courtesy and etiquette is is big with us. Yeah, um, I listen. I love the episode, but I do think there's a slight bit of danger in extricating if you're already uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you take yourself out of a situation, mm-hmm. whether it's jealousy or fear, or I mean, maybe as a guy, one of the things we're afraid of is not being able to get it up. Right, that's something that that we always are afraid that he's just going to ah, quit on okay. us. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's just every guy. If you say you're not afraid of it, you're just a fucking liar. But um, at least in my opinion, but. So you extricate yourself from that situation. You walk away. And then you, when you left, what was making you uncomfortable is your wife was giving a blowjob. Or maybe she was getting oral. And she was really having... Whatever it was that triggered you that set you into that situation, into the ma- that mind frame, you come back five minutes later or 15 minutes later, and now she's face down, ass up, and some guy's buried in her, and she's howling at the moon calling her creator. Are you going to be more comfortable with that or less? Because you missed the lead up to it. You don't know what's going on with it. So if, you know, I think just saying, hey, can we can we hit the brakes for a second? I just need to take a breath and make sure, you know, I'm, I'm cool. I, I know you and I would be can like, I? no problem. Oh, absolutely. And I'm also, you know, one to just jump up and go, oh, random dance party. <laughs> it's like uh yeah i was about to lick your butthole and all right random dance party right well there's no, what kidding. mickey's afraid of folks is random dance party because i can't dance well not well i was gonna say everyone can dance <laughs> i look kind of like elaine is having a seizure i do like the little like cabbage patch thing that you do but your face is the best you curl the one lip and stick the bottom one out it's yeah. adorable so we talked a bunch about jealousy there, and it's a super big fear. I think it that's is. one of the biggest ones we see is what do I do? How do I how do I become comfortable with this? It takes time, it takes it takes understanding, it takes communication. But how about ghosting? 
Ugh, that's a big one in the lifestyle. Right? Boo. Fear of getting ghosted. Boo. Boo. Boo hiss. Yeah. So it happens. It happens to everyone. I think we get this question asked of us uh, or posed to us, you know, how do you deal? How do you cope? We've just kind of accepted that it's a factor, right? It's one of those pay to play sort of scenarios. Yeah. There's some people out there, you know, that either don't want to say no or maybe they double book or maybe they're just shits. You yeah. Know, Change of heart. Know. Yeah. Maybe maybe somebody's cheating on their wife. We've maybe. seen that. Oh yeah, we've definitely seen that. Um, you called that one guy out, like, "Hey, uh, so you're married, huh?" Yeah, he talk about ghosted, like he's gone. Yeah, yeah, crickets. Bye bye. Um. Oh man, <laughs> I can't see you, but I know you're you're very pleased with yourself. I am. That's okay though, but you know. <laughs> I don't think that it's just shitty etiquette. And and why be afraid of ghosting? Because, you know, you make this time. The fear is actually how hard it is as parents of children Mm -hmm. and hard workers all week. And you finally got that Saturday night and you make the time, you make the appointment and then crickets. Right. Right. And it's like, wait a minute. What the hell? Where where is this coming from? And And I think most of it is people who just don't know how to say no or maybe they try to hedge their bets and they make three dates yeah. and they can only pick one and they have to ghost two of them. I think it's all just wrong, honestly. I, I do too, but at the end of the day, does the why really matter? Because again, if you're meeting people online or trying to set up dates or you know, maybe you met somebody at a party and you're, you're you know, making a plan to go have dinner or, or host at your house – you stand a chance of getting ghosted, unfortunately, and and the why is a little irrelevant. Yeah, I would encourage you not to get down or to try to have this like hard contractual, you know, conversation with somebody because we've had that too. Like we only want, you know, to to book this date if a hundred percent sure you're going to show up and. You know, there's a good chance we're going to have sex. For me, that's a big turnoff. I think the bigger turnoff for me is when they say, you know, okay, we're assuming you're going to show up, but we need to know you guys are ready to have sex because our time is valuable. Well, thank you. That means that you think my time isn't. Yeah. And that I would waste it. But I'm also not going to come there just going, yeah, absolutely, sir. I'm going to guarantee you my wife's going to fuck you tonight. No, I can't guarantee you that. I wouldn't guarantee you that because it's not my place to do so. She makes the decisions what she does with her body, not me. Correct. So, you know, but I do think from a ghosting perspective, the biggest reason that ghosting happens is because people don't know how to say no. And that is the last fear on our list here today is how to say no. Can I say no? I, I, when, how? And we're not just talking about consent. We're talking about, you know, uh, setting up dates. We're talking about like if you're already involved in, in sexy fun playtime feeling obligated to say yes to something maybe you wouldn't normally do in your like sexual world or are is interested in thumb in your butt thumb in your butt maybe you don't like butt play but you feel compelled to say yes because you don't want to quote unquote dampen the mood or ruin the juju mm-hmm. it's That's okay how you turn into to a bowling say, ball. Yeah, but it's totally okay not to do those things. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. That's the beauty of this. I don't have to let you put your thumb on my butt? Uh, You like it. (laughs) Don't even. No, You're the reason I have lesbian (laughs) names. She's right, guys. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But, you know, so what we're really talking about here, though, is how to say no if, you know, a couple is, is interested in you. 
and you've talked to them, and it doesn't matter whether it's the first conversation or the 30th conversation, if sex is off the table for you, it's okay. Yeah. And so what we want to talk about for a minute is some of the ways you can say, I like hanging out with you. I want to hang out with you, but I don't think I want this to be a physical relationship. So what are some of the ways that, that we have overcome this in, in our time? Because it's not easy. Because if you actually like hanging out with them and you see them on the regular, you don't want to piss them off. You don't want them to feel bad about themselves. Sure. Right? Not everybody's everybody's cupcake. Sure, but you're not solely responsible for how that person reacts to it either. No. So what do girl. you do if it's asked outright? How do you respond to someone when they say, hey, really enjoying the time. Let's have sexy, sexy uh, fun. You know, we've we've definitely had that situation. And I think the most straightforward, if they're straightforward and say, we would like to have sex. Mm -hmm. We'd say, I, we really appreciate that very much. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, we reserve that part of our lives for some very special couples. You know, we try to keep it minimal. We're casual swingers. That's really the nicest yeah. part about having our name is we're very casual, which means that we only do it very selectively. And we've actually got a couple we're talking to right now, but thank you. Yeah. Uh, and Here's just, but thank you. Not, hey, if something happens, we don't leave anything on the table. Thank you very much, but no. Yeah. Well, and I have a confession to make. Mm -hmm. In the moment, you are way better at it than I am um, because I, I am a little bit of an empath and I really do want to protect people's feelings. Mm -hmm. And I can say no, but I say it in a very strange way. Like, uh, oh, no, we have to poop. No, you we did are that leaving. to me. You literally did that to me. You're like, sorry, he's got the shits. We can't play with you right now. I'm like, what? I do. Does mom know? Like, <laughs> but yeah. So you know, you can phrase it as, "Hey, you know, we're very selective, and and we've got a couple that that we actually play with right now." You can make it sound like you're captain monogamous, or you can just say, "Hey, you know what? We really appreciate the offer, but you know, we're not interested at this time." And I know that sounds harsh. It it does sound harsh just hearing it. It probably will sound harsh if somebody says it to you. But wouldn't you rather them say that than be led on and go on a bunch of extra dates and and maybe have a really yeah. awkward situation come up? Like you think it's okay and you make a, a physical pass because you think you have consent and you don't. Right. And I think it. I think it's at a minimum, it's respecting each other's time, right? Because you're pursuing this relationship with this, you know, being out in limbo as a as a possibility. Sure. And it's you know, in a lot of ways, it's better just to get it out in the air. And, and take it off the table so you can either continue to have, you know, a non-sexual friendship or relationship. You know, maybe you're still going to the same parties and in, in, in the cir same circles as far yeah. as the lifestyle goes or vanilla for that matter. Yeah. And, you know, we have a lot of really good lifestyle friends that are really active and busy and meet lots of people and have great sex with lots of people. I love them for it. I'm so happy for them. I think it's amazing. It's wonderful. But it's not our bag. It's not something we do on I the I just regular. don't have the bandwidth for it. Like... Yeah, it's just not. So it's easier for us to say, no, thank you, because it's not us. Yeah. It's obviously not us. Yeah. But at the same time, what if you're all, you are one of those couples that is, you know, everybody, they're like, yeah, I saw you with that couple last weekend, the other couple weekend before that. I think we could be your jam. It's still the same answer, guys. It doesn't matter whether you're busy or whether you're a casual swinger. It's, hey, thank you very much for the interest. We love hanging out with you, but we're not feeling it. Yeah. It's okay to That's say no. Fair. Never, ever, 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 one more, ever say yes if you're feeling no. Because yep. it could blow up on you, just like we talked about at the beginning of this segment, that it could come up in a way that you didn't expect. Correct. It could come up that it seems like jealousy when, in fact, you just don't want to fucking be there. 
And that is just awful. That is how people feel like you wasted their time. Because why are you here if you didn't want to be, right? And that's actually no fun either, especially when people are like, I need a verbal contract. That's one of Mallory's, you know, pet peeves. It is. That'll 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 shut Pussy Hut down faster than anything else. Pussy Hut delivers in 30 minutes or less, <laughs> yeah. folks. Actually, I was just talking about Pussy Hut earlier today. I'm over here cracking up because yeah. she was. She's like, Pussy Hut's not delivering this weekend. <laughs> what? Nah, that's fantastic. So, folks. That's just kind of some of the things that we hear about fear, jealousy, saying no, and of course, having to poop when you're on a date. Oh, God. (laughs) Hey, that totally happened to us, right? On one of our first dates, right? I was like, "Mm." remember I took you by Lowe's? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't go by Lowe's because I needed a new level. (laughs) My boy toy is calling. I'm so excited. That's pretty fantastic. I can't can't make this shit up. Okay. Well, she's going to answer that call and we're going to go to break (laughs) here, folks, right after she tells you how to find us. We're going to come back with one of our favorite segments we call Florida Man. All right. I got to make this quick because I'm making a date for Friday. Do All right, it. guys, we're Casual Swinger everywhere. That is Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can find us as Casual Swinger on SLS, SDC, Cassidy, Quiver, and Double Date Nation. Check out our website, casualswinger.com. Want to write us a note? Podcast at Casual Swinger. And if you love us, please drop us an iTunes review. All right, we're going to be back right after this with some Florida Man. You're listening to the Halloween Spooktacular and Casual Swinger. Hey guys, we're back. Casual Swinger here and you've got Mallory. Oh, and me. Count oh, Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so fun. You're so fun. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Uh, uh. What are wow. we talking about now? Oh my God, you are so full of yourself. I tonight. am. I had three cups of coffee right? and I'm making a date for Friday. Oh, you are. All, and we're, we're recording some chapters for Swinger's Little Helper. Yes. We're doing that tonight too. So I'm glad you're all jacked up. But hey, what are we talking about? We're talking about one of our favorite little segments that we've hardly done any of, but this is called Florida Man. I love Florida Man. Florida I Man. I mean, I'm so, a little embarrassed by Florida Man, but. Well, you're a native. I moved I here. Am. I don't know what's worse. Actually. I am. Again, we play this game like not my city, not my county, not my city, not my county. Like right. every time you see a Florida man headline. I love that uh, one of my friends in Sarasota posted the one of the chick that fell out of the ceiling. So it wasn't a Florida man. Oh, because she woman. hit up there for six hours she, after shoplifting. She shoplifted and hid in the ceiling for six hours and fell out of the ceiling and was arrested at one thirty in the morning. Yeah, they went to high school together. Yep. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, there's mine. It's, oh, it happens all the time. It's inevitable that sooner or later you're going to have a claim to fame that makes national news. Yeah. Mine was I delivered pizza to John Bobbitt and his wife Lorena before she cut his cock off. Then she cut his cock off and threw it out the window and it landed under the sliding board at my girlfriend's daycare. So that happened when I was younger living in Virginia. So oh. there you go. Well, where I grew up, um, we had this two for rule. Mm-hmm. If, you didn't, if you didn't graduate high school, you're going to end up with two of... One of these, either a felony or children before 20. Nice. (laughs) So it was really important to graduate. So you had the kid. (laughs) I had him at 20, so I feel like I escaped that. (laughs) Like I just skirted it. There you go. So our first Florida man is actually a couple. And this just happened a couple of weeks ago. I know. Down in Miami, right? Who the fuck does this shit? So what happened? The headline reads, Florida couple had sex in the back of a police car after DUI arrest. 
cops say. So this couple got arrested for DUI. Yeah. And they put them both in the back of the same car. Yes. So not uncommon. Not uncommon. They got pulled over because they were um, riding their bicycles who did not have, and they didn't have like the flashers or the lights on them. And they were riding down a, a, a main thoroughfare in Champa. So they get pulled over by the cops, obviously drunk. So like, no all, right, shit. all right, you guys are, you know, you guys are done. Put them in the back of the cop car. It doesn't really say what happened between the time they were arrested and put in the back of the cop car. And when they got fucking naked, well, he got naked. She, she, she had just her had her pants, pants down. down. Yeah, he got totally naked. But here's the thing. They if you look at this photo. Going at it. If you look at this photo, and this is going to be in the show notes, but it she looks, looks like they like had the she, shit beat out of them. She looks like she got in a cockfight, and I don't mean with penises. Like someone threw her in a fucking chicken coop, and they like, the, the birds had their way with her face. Well, exactly. And he looks like he got off before so, oh yeah being no i think he finished he looked satisfied because yeah. and here's the quote while i was outside of my patrol vehicle megan and aaron took their clothes off and started to have sex the deputy wrote when i opened up the door to stop them aaron was naked and megan had her pants down well no shit they were having sex i'm yeah. surprised well, well what's great is this naked dude aaron takes fucking off running ass naked they can catch him in a cold stone creamery Oh yeah. So he was he 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 went from the creamery to the creamery. Yeah, right? <laughs> pretty much. Ugh. Well, and here's the best part. Right? So he, he they said in the article while being removed from the vehicle, he somehow managed to escape the grasp of the deputy. He was probably slicker than snot on a doorknob. He was yeah. covered in sweat. It's the middle of September in Miami, and he's fucking in a closed car. Ugh. Ugh. Probably smelled awful too. Yeah. But you know, so Florida man, not to be outdone, and this is. Very recent. This is just came out today in Newsweek. Yeah. Florida man arrested for allegedly breaking into a house and trying on baby clothes while holding a woman hostage and masturbating. Oh, yeah. This guy is broken, twisted, sick individual. Breaks in this woman's home in the middle of the night. Holds her hostage, makes her watch pornography on his phone while he jerks off. And I feel like he got it backwards. No, he no, should no. be watching the porn. Dude, seriously. And then he goes into her room, grabs bra and underwear, and puts them on, and walks around the house in them. And he also tried on her kids, her baby's clothes. I'm really struggling with this one. I mean, is this guy a little person? I mean, how is he trying no. on baby clothes? So I looked at his bones. No, he's a normal sized human. I, I'm I'm just stunned. But this is also now by she's the way, fine. Like she's he fine. ended up no, yeah, leaving. He ended up leaving. Um, aside, you know, from. Obviously, emotional, mental trauma. Um, he didn't actually physically harm her, thank God. No. And, you know, this all started at like 6 o'clock in the morning. It was a three-hour ordeal. This poor woman completely, I mean, just she's not okay, and she probably never will be. So yeah. for that, I'm, you, I'm horrified for her. But what the yeah. fuck is wrong with this guy? He's got to go in and jerk off and wear women's clothes and babies' clothes. And What the fuck's wrong with Florida, man? I, I don't. It's the heat, the humidity. Yeah. The sinkholes? Right. I, I really don't know. Well, so here's a funsy. So <laughs> living in Florida, you know, with Florida men, yeah. you know, we had a lot of old people, and old people like driving golf carts. Oh, there's communities that are built around being able to drive a golf cart anywhere you want. In Mount Dora, for example, yeah. you can drive your golf cart anywhere you the want. Villages. Pull up to a bar, get your drink, and leave with your drink. Yeah. The villages, same thing. Villages is literally a golf cart community. You can get a DUI in a golf cart, but this particular driver, a 56-year-old man in Gibsonton, Florida, took his golf cart on a ride through a Walmart, terrorizing shoppers, ignoring deputies, 
because he wanted to speak to the manager. Yes. So a few things here. You guys do your research on Gibsonton. Gibsonton is the hub of where all the carnival and circus folk would stay in the off season. So Gibsonton as a whole is very interesting. Um, they, I wouldn't say that they are uh, a good, what do you call it when you want to take an example if you're doing a, a great gene pool? <laughs> no, no. It's the home of blue eyes and summer teeth. Yeah. <laughs> one blue that way, one blue this way. And some teeth are there, some ain't. Oh, geez. <laughs> so anyways, I digress. So Gibsonton is interesting anyways, but this guy is literally like evading, making evasive maneuvers as he's going in, in it, weaving in and out of the aisles. He's knocking customers over in his golf cart and he finally runs into a cashier's uh, stand, which thank God there's never any at Walmart. So it was abandoned. Um, so yeah. no Walmart employees were hurt. You got to wonder when this guy's fucks left the building because that was a really nice golf cart, by the way. One of those lifted jobs with the nice paint job. I mean, we're talking about with like hydraulics eight, eight, and spinners. Eight, ten thousand dollar golf cart. And he went hauling ass through a Walmart. Can you imagine with his bullhorn? I won't speak to your manager. Right. And, you know, not to be outdone, our last Florida man of the day. So many Florida men. Last Florida man of the day. Florida man faces obscenity charges for I eat ass window sticker. Uh, I think that's a public service. Right? That's an advertisement. That's a billboard. Hello? Like, hey, ladies, I eat ass. Yeah. Okay, let's do this, big guy. So the deputy asked the suspect. Or gentlemen. Right? Come on. All right. Yeah, that's true. All right. See, sometimes I have to be put in my place. But the deputy asked the suspect, how can a parent of a small child explain the meaning of these words? And Dylan Shane Webb, this Florida man, said, well, that'd be up to the parent. <laughs> so this guy is facing obscenity charges for having a sticker that says, I eat ass on his pickup truck. So interesting. Florida does have uh, laws and regulations around obscenity. Mm-hmm. They sure do. Uh-huh. And interestingly enough... It's kind of in the eye of the officer as to what they find obscene. So in the state of Florida, At their discretion, yep. Obscenity is defined as material that an average person using contemporary community standards would find as a whole appeals to the purient interest. So purient means sexual. So in other words, if a average person using contemporary community standards I thinks thought, that it's wait. sexual. I thought purients were like the Quakers. <laughs> no, that's pure. This is P-R-U. Oh. Right. So, but yeah, so it if if an average person thinks it's sexual, it can be deemed obscene. If it depicts or describes sexual conduct in a way that is patently offensive, well, fuck, everybody's offended in this country now. You can offend anybody. Over, I could kill a cricket and people will freak out. And then taken as a whole, doesn't have any serious scientific, artistic, political, or literary value. This is where I think he can win this case. Because taken as a whole, he eats ass, doesn't have any serious scientific, artistic, political, or literary value. He totally does. I feel that's artistic. When I eat ass, I feel artistic about it. And I definitely feel it's- If you're passionate about it, yeah. And I think all of our politicians eat ass. So I think this is perfect for him. But what happened to this poor guy is he actually, the the police officer told him to take an S off, to to actually- Defame his yeah, own sticker. Yeah, that's what actually got him arrested, isn't it? It is. So he was going to charge him with an obscenity anyway. And he gave him a ticket for it, but he told him he wouldn't take him to jail if he pulled one of the letters off the sticker so it didn't read ass anymore. He declined saying that that's a violation of his First Amendment rights. And Mr. Webb is right. He has a right 
to, to speak his mind any way he sees fit. And this police officer charged him with resisting and took him to jail and impounded his vehicle. Yeah, yeah. So this guy had a huge, huge bad day, and the ACLU in Florida is now involved. Yeah. Because this police officer overstepped their bounds by quite a lot. This Florida man well, just eats ass. He right. didn't drive through a Walmart. He didn't try on baby clothes and jack off. Right. And he wasn't, like, driving, you know, dangerously or anything. He got pulled over for that sticker. So maybe this guy was having a bad day. Or maybe he is easily offended by eating ass. Who knows? Maybe he walked in on his dad and the neighbor and right. they were eating ass. Like, Maybe the knows? neighbor was eating his dad's ass. Who knows what motivates him? But at the same time, it, it does make you wonder, like, obviously the cop did not see any humor in this. And that's okay. We're not, we're not supposed to all agree. But just like the article you wrote in ESN, like, is it really fair to take one person's discretion and use that as law or the foundation as far as what's, in this case, vulgar? Well, that's the problem, right? That's the problem with enforcement. You're enforcing a law that is left up to, really, the interpretation of the person that's making the arrest. Now, of course, it's up to the court system to enforce that law, and it's up to the judge to interpret the application of that law. So, this guy, I mean, he's, I mean, they may decide to drop it. My guess would be the DA is not going to pursue this and it's just going to fuck this guy's week up. But you can tell from his mugshot, he knows he's got this guy over a barrel. Oh, dude, he's, he's got a he's big shitty grin on his face. He's smirking and he should be. He's like, I'm seriously standing here in a jumpsuit because I eat ass. That's right. I mean, you, <laughs> I would like to put, make this a meme that I eat ass. And that's just like, because that guy right there is happily an ass eater. Stop and, persecuting the ass lickers, everyone. Right? That's right. You know what? Just like a 9-volt battery, you know you're not supposed to put your tongue on it, but at some point, you're going to do it anyway. Keep tongue punching that fart box. <laughs> oh, there's a shout-out to Ray if I've ever heard one. <laughs> I just listened to their last episode. <laughs> so good. Oh, that's fantastic. Folks, this has been Florida Man. You've heard a little story about a couple that got it on in the back of a cop car and hauled ass to a Cold Stone Creamery. You heard about a guy that jerked off in baby clothes. Uh, what a creeper. And uh, you heard about a guy that eats ass, and then you heard about an old man driving around a Walmart in a golf cart. So that's uh, that's kind of what's been up, and that's just from the last month, guys. That's I was what gonna it's say, like to live in Florida. We, I was going to say, they're all caught up now. Yeah, that's the last month. Florida, we did not hang on to these. No, Florida man just keeps giving. <laughs> the Florida man is a giver, and he eats ass. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Florida man. Mallory, you want to remind everybody all the cool stuff we do and about our near code for ASN Mag and... We'll uh, let these folks get on with their Halloween because this is yes. been spooky. All right, guys, go to casualtoys.com if you want to shop and get yourself a little something stimulating. Uh, when you check out, use ASN Mag as your code to get 20% off. That's A-S-N-M-A-G. Um, don't forget, we're going to be at Secrets October 11th as well as the 26th. So if you're in the Orlando area and can still get tickets and want to come visit us, we will be there. See all our rascals in November. Uh, November, what is it? 8th through the 18th? 9th through the 19th. 9th through the 19th. Good thing I have you around to keep me straight. Mm, you're not straight. You're very bi. And if you <laughs> by furious. And if you'd love to travel with us, um, we still have a couple rooms available in February, but we have our week in June with iOS Connections last week of June there. If you have questions, want to travel with us, go to casualswinger.com. We're casual swinger everywhere. That is, I almost said ASN. Like I just have the there too. In my mind. Um, that is Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Cassidy, SLS, Double Date Nation, SDC. And if you love us, write us a review on iTunes. Mwah. I love you guys.
Uh, that was it, guys. We're getting out of here. This has been our Halloween spooktacular. You guys have a safe and happy Halloween. We'll see you in two weeks with our one-year anniversary episode. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Casual Swinger. Casual Swinger.